Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. <clears throat> 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or anything else, including a musical genre. And uh, opened up, well, appropriately enough, for a show that's pansexual and something in the ballpark with Androgyny by Garbage. Um, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News, as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. Um, we also acknowledge that we're broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and pay respects to elders past and present. Well, it's a bit of an artsy show today. Um, at around 12.30, I'll be catching up, catching up with Jessica McCurley about um, their show in the Melbourne Cabaret Festival called Gender Spanner, but for the first time live across the known ponds, um, sort of appropriate on a solstice day, as it pretty much is anywhere in the world, as we woke up to about two degrees here in Melbourne, enjoying the summer solstice in New York on the line, is um, musician Jesse Paradox. Jesse, I'm hoping to heck you're still on the line. Hi, I am. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, look, an absolute pleasure. Um, and as we said in our emails, it's always good to connect with another Tranpan um, anywhere in the world. Um, there's always a sense of connectedness, which is awesome. Definitely. And I love in in your very first opening, you say something like if questions of gender and sexuality are making you think too hard or something like that. I just love that. because For me, I love that feeling of my brain stretching when it, trying to accommodate new ideas and everything. I mean, to me, that's a positive thing. I love that. <laughs> well, well, that's right, and we're going to have to stretch um, people's brains probably to get beyond some of the, the paradigms that are limiting, well, not just trans and gender diverse lives in a way, but lots of lives, because a lot of the world, of course, is sadly still on what I call Tarzan and Jane, which is, um, you know, a sort of, uh, um, there's, a, there's a much bigger jungle out there for us all to, to swing through, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. So your part... Of um, well, hopefully it's not a, it's a it's a benign jungle, and you're part of the musical jungle as a performer. Let's start there, Jesse. Um, um, how long have you been um, performing, and um, what sort of genres, influences, all that sort of thing? Sure. Well, really, I've been playing music my whole life. I mean, when I was two or three, I was banging on pots and pans and buckets. But um, I've been performing for, let's see, the past three or four years, um, mostly in the, on the West Coast so far, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm in the process of, of building a following. 
but I play, I'm like a one-man band. So, and I play like indie pop rock, passionate rock with uh, catchy choruses. But my whole, my whole thing about being a musician is, is to play good music that also has a message, that also has a positive message. Um, in terms of, you know, being transsexual, being not just transgender, but gender queer, mm-hmm. kind of like all of the out-of-the-box identities, I feel like, in, like visibility is really important. I want to be able to be a visible carrier of positive message. Like, so, you know, a lot of, you know, trans folks, we suffer, you know, there's a lot of hatred, there's a lot of the jungle, you know, so to speak. And part of my message that I want to convey is is that we have gifts, we have wisdom, mm. we, we have beauty to share, you know, it's not not all negative. I mean, there's a lot of negativity. I certainly don't want to minimize any of that. I mean, I deal with it, you know. But but to share that, you know, this can be a positive experience, too, and to show the beauty of it. So, I mean, I grew up listening to, when I was a little kid, I, I mostly listened to classic rock from 50s rock to Beatles to 70s to I mean, I listen to to everything. At this point, I I love I love hip hop. I love classic rock. I love pop. I love Andean folk rock. I love Arabic pop. I so I like a lot of different things. But I guess in terms of my sound, um, I would say I'm really influenced by Patti Smith. I went to a Patti Smith concert two years ago with my mom. And it was like a religious experience. It was so powerful. It was like she was she was amazing. And her music is, is good, solid rock that you just want to rock out to, but it's catchy, but it also has a powerful message. The lyrics are powerful. And so, you know, put those two things together, you know. That's one thing I feel is lacking. Um, I mean there's a lot of music out there, but the music that really has a powerful message. Yeah. Um, is something that I want to kind of add to things, especially as a queer person. Yeah. Add that positive queer message, you know. Yeah, look, I'd agree with that. Yeah. We lost a bit of our sort of 70s, oh, look, I, I'm, you know, sort of storytelling in music. It's, um, it did sort of, it, over the last ooh, 30 years, I feel we have shifted to a bit of a, a pop music culture that's um, a bit, Commercialized, so yes, I feel we need to get the art of songwriting back in, regardless of, of genre. Was so very, very much agreed. Um, so um, all the more um, power to you. And of course, I should add at this point, if people um, want to get a visual while they're listening to you talk, they can look up Jesse Paradox J E S E P A R D O X dot com if they're near a website, if they're near a, a, a device of any sort and see what you're about and also have a listen to your songs. Um, but there's, of course, there's more to Jesse than musician. You're a whole person and you do lots of other things as well, which is really cool too. Um, where do you want to dive in on some of those other things? Well, recently, along with my music, um, this 
this radio station just started um, in Portland, Oregon, and it's called Wild Planet Radio. Mm-hmm. And it's an all-queer, all-LGBT, all-everything-themed uh, radio station, and it's all volunteer-run. Mm-hmm. And so they put out this volunteer call with, do people want to host a show, do you want to get trained? And I raised my hand. I, I, I didn't even know necessarily what I was going to be volunteering <laughs> for, but I was so, um, so I actually started this radio show, and so I'm, I'm still new at it. I'm still getting my groove, but um, but the show is called Trans Spirit, mm-hmm. and right now it's it's actually everything is online, yeah. um, similar to Out of the Can. It's, it's you know there's like an archive list that so you can always listen to it, and it's all about. I'd say transgender spirituality, but I mean that in the broadest way possible. So yes. even if you're not into necessarily woo-woo spirituality like I am, um, <laughs> it's also just purpose and meaning. What yeah. purpose and meaning do you or do people find in their being trans, being genderqueer, being, you know, all of these things? Um and like I said, like what what wisdom do we have to share? What insights do we have to offer the mainstream world? Basically, you know how 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 we create bridges across differences of people, or how we ourselves are bridges. Those of us who have lived as the woman, lived as a man, lived as neither. You know, we have insights from those different experiences to share. So the show is. Some of it is just is me talking about different ideas, and then some of it is interviews. And then, of course, I throw some music in there. Um, so it's, it's all of that. And if you go to wildplanetradio.com, I think if you if you just click on podcast, Transpirit is under there. Otherwise, it's, I think the URL is wildplanetradio.com slash trans. Whether it's 
know, doing this radio show, my music. Um, that's sort of like my memory message, I guess. And that's and that I look totally, totally with you. First of all, just to go back to where you started, you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. When I started on community radio here uh, in Melbourne 15 years ago and was on a, a station that is still running, which is a 24-7, both on net and airwaves, gel BTI station called Joy. I didn't know either, and I'm still here 15 years later. So, um, yeah. Sorry? I think that when I, when I tell people about that stuff, you know, they get excited, and that's when you know yeah. that you hit something that, you know, people are interested, you know, yeah, that's me, or I didn't know that my voice could be heard, or my experience had worse, you know. Well, this this is the thing, and I think you've hit it on there, that our experience could make a huge difference um, on on many levels, and not just in our own world, but, you know, across, we'll say, so many parts of the world, including in relation to why aren't there more, we'll say, women in the corporate sector, which is a a pet topic that could be one thing so I, I totally agree with you and look as from bias I'll say with dry humor biased as I may be the more transgender queer voices pansexual voices we have talking the more personal stories there are the more that people listen to them I just think has got to be great so a huge um, yeah. tick on that one and there's one more part to your well at least and that is that you're an educator as well is really how I started, even doing, because mm. I was starting to do professional music, um, I was going to graduate school and um, in California and learning about consciousness and the mind and all this stuff, and at that time I was actually coming out. Um, I had already come out bisexual and pansexual, which were kind of like an evolution for me, um, and I can address that at the first time. But I was coming out gender, gender-wise, and um, and even in, in an open-minded, really, I, I felt like, open-minded community, people were really lost and did not have to deal with me and were asking me these really intimate and appropriate questions. And so I just said, all right, all right, you all, I am going to start a workshop. <laughs> and all you guys are going to come to it. And bring your questions there, and, and we'll do it there, you know, because this is really inappropriate. And, you know, so I kind of took a, a negative, challenging situation and made this workshop. Well, after I did that, and people, lots of people came, and I came up with this term instead of stupid questions or inappropriate questions, um, clumsy questions, because people want to ask. We are tired of answering, and, you know, it's, it's hard, because it's, and how are they going to get their answers met? I mean, I guess I could point them to the Internet. But basically, I had all these people come, and I did this trans 101 workshop, separated sex, sex from gender, from sexual orientation, and, you know, taught the people that were in my community. And then, and then I realized, you know, this is really important. I had already done a workshop on... Um, introducing people to BDSM and the pink experience because that's another um, part of my life that I feel like people need a positive uh, view on. So I got really into that, and I started, did it um, around the Bay Area in California. I had some workshops, 
And then I started one that was actually for trans questioning or anyone really, people. Um, and they were called wisdom circles. And it was specifically so that we could talk about our own, rather than a trans 101 or teaching people about this experience, um, it was actually inviting people in to talk about what, what wisdom do we have to share, what insights, just kind of like taking it deeper um, within our own community. Um, and so I, you know, I felt once again, I would mention it to people and people got really excited and I, I started feeling like, wow, there's this, there's this need for people. I mean, there's the cliche, you know, everyone just wants to be seen, you know, mm. with a capital S. Um, and I feel like I just, you know, that's one thing that we, we don't really have that much is, is why am I here? Why am I trans? Why, why am I just some goofy genetic mistake or something or, you know? Um, and I think that we have a lot of positivity to offer. So, um, well, yeah, you know, I did workshops and, um, some classes there and, um, I'm wondering, I mean, I'm even talking about it. You know, I haven't, I, I've been focusing on my music, so I haven't done those in some time. But, um, but they definitely kind of helped me get my start in, in finding language about this. And, you know, I sort of did it as I was coming out as well, which was interesting. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I'm going to have to leave it there, but really um, appreciate um you know, you're coming on and look, like I just want to say on I, two things. Um, really like to stay in touch. A lot of common, lot of common ground here. Just a, just a bit of an ocean between us. But I'd like to bridge that. And look, if there's any ever way, um, ever any way you can, um, if we're t- given that we're, today we're talking, what is it, solstices, you can come down to Melbourne and Sydney um, in January through March and be a part of. Uh, midsummer in Melbourne and Mardi Gras in Sydney with your music. I think we'd very much welcome you to visit, and we can um, have a chat in person on a longer basis. And I'd better say, I'll, I'll say with tongue in cheek, not run up three CRs phone bills. So um, I'd really yeah. like to stay in touch and make our world a bit more connected um, because there's a lot of what you're saying that is right on the, the on the mark. So keep up the good work okay. on every front. And you and I, I know initially, we, we did connect through Facebook, so I'll, I'll definitely be in touch there, uh, starting from there. Cool. All right, Jesse, have a great, well, as it is in New York, um, in America, sorry, Saturday evening, um, and um, stay in touch. And thanks for your time across the ocean on 3CR here in Melbourne, Australia. Okay, thank you so much for having me. I, it's such an honour. Cool. Bye. All right, talk soon. Jesse Paradox, um, live on um, 3CR um, and all the way from Portland, Oregon, um, which was pretty cool. Um, we've got some rock music in honour of Jesse. I'll get, um, work out how I can get some play, to play some tracks from, for Jesse in the next couple of weeks. Um, but in the meantime, let's rock out with Eric Johnson and the Cliffs of Dover. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Night Owls on Rhythm and the Hot Damn Tamale Show present an Australian blues extravaganza 
as a benefit for 3CR. On Sunday, June the 21st, from 2pm until 6pm, at the Way Out West Roots Music Club at the Williamstown RSL. Featuring Sweet Felicia and the Honeytones, with special guest Warnable's finest harp player, Fast Eddie Boyle, veteran West Australian blues player Ivan Zarr, direct from Perth, the sound of a chrome-plated yabby, Dan Robinson's Wild Cherries, featuring Les Stackpool on guitar, legendary Australian blues player Phil Manning in solo acoustic mode, and to finish things off, the swamp blues party sounds of the backward creatures. Tickets are just $25 on the door, or $20 for 3CR subscribers and Way Out West members. Politicians and mainstream media are fueling anti-Muslim hate. Attacks on Muslims are increasing, and the fear is causing some women to restrict their movements. Worse, an anti-Muslim political party is launching in October. It's time for people who oppose bigotry to organise. Stand up and speak out against Islamophobia. Sign the statement at www.voicesagainstbigotry.org and ask others to do the same. Don't be a bystander. Voices Against Bigotry is a 3CR supporter. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan on an artsy sort of Sunday. Great to hear from Jesse. Um, have a message. Jesse mentioned trans and spirituality. Next Sunday is the, um, or the next weekend, sorry, is the trans personal interpersonal group um, psychology, spirituality and GLBTI conference here in Melbourne, which is pretty awesome. Um, but there's lots of awesome stuff going on because it's an awesome city in Melbourne. And, um, well, um, we have, I have in the studio, um, someone who's part of the Melbourne Cabaret Festival. And welcome to 3CR, um, Jessica McCurley. Hi, thanks for having me. A pleasure. Just, I, I must admit, I've had, I do have to do a confession on here. I've had a slightly stressful week. My laptop nearly died on Monday and I've got it back and it oh. didn't lose any data. But I felt really disorganised, so I haven't kept up with the Melbourne Cabaret Festival. And then Friday, I get an email from you saying, hey, I'm doing a show in the Cabaret Festival. It's to do with gender. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so tell us all about your show and what it's called and why it's called and pretty much anything and everything therein, to wit. Um, well, the show's called Gender Spanner. Um uh, and it's based, it's just some things that I've been writing. It's like a cabaret. So it's... <laughs> Things that I've been writing over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I was like really, really privileged to be part of a LGBTQ um, circus in London called Puffball. Oh wow! Um, so I got to. Uh, we worked on it for about a year. We were devising um, all sorts of things about really personal stories about ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and I was working with lots of. Uh, People of all who identified as all different things because you had to identify as LGBTQIA to mm-hmm. um, be involved in the project. Yep, and it was the first time that I had really met um, people who were identified as such a wide range of genders. So not only transgender, but also yep. just non-binary. Yes, like, and I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like, I'd heard of transgender, mm. um, but I didn't know that you could just be nothing or like somewhere in between or either or above or below or diagonally left top or something like that yeah Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so that was a big eye-opener for me, and it, it made a few little light bulbs in my head go, ah, okay, that's kind of answers a few questions about myself. Ah. Um, so I, I identify as gender fluid these days. And, cool. um So I guess that's where the title of the show came from. Is, um, well, uh, well, it's originally a, it's a play on words because mm. the poster is me looking like Miley Cyrus licking a big spanner like she was licking a... Um, a sledgehammer in her um, ah. film, uh, uh, the mi- music clip to Wrecking Ball. Uh-huh. Because I'm a fan. Okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just a pun. Fair enough. For, for the name. Uh, and, it, yeah, it's on at the Butterfly Club, which is super exciting. They're an amazing venue. Of course. And yeah. I'm so lucky to be part of the Cabaret Festival, the yeah. Melbourne Cabaret Festival, because so, it's only been running, uh, like, about five years, I think. And yeah. it's, it's quite a small festival. There's only about 20 or 30 shows involved, and I'm so proud to be one of them this year. It's really, really yeah. amazing. Well, um, you know, lots lots in what you say there. Um, you know, so much that, you know, the, the spanner on maybe unlocked a few nuts and bolts <laughs> that were tightening some things for gender for you, um, for starters. Um, you know, and as the uh, Melbourne Cabaret website here says, if you just um, hit the search engine, are you male, are you female, are you sure? Well, um, mm. is there, of course, all points in between? And, you know, I, I totally agree with you on the, I wanted to add on the the non, other than, I'll say the other than binary. I mm. mean, for myself, um, you know, I'm comfortably binary, but, um, and I don't really think I met anyone who would identify otherwise until at least 10 years ago. Now the research out there that, of what is loosely called trans and gender diverse, we've got roughly 33% identifying as other than binary, mm. is huge. It'll be very interesting to see how future GLBTIQ-ish research looks at people who, you know, sort of are, and how that goes when we go beyond trans and gender diverse. But my, you know, feelers on the ground are saying it's just suddenly people are going, I don't have to fit a box. Yeah. Hurrah! It's amazing. There's so much room to play. Like, and yeah, there's just so many options once you take out that male and female box. Like, yeah. That's just, yeah. it's, I, I like being somewhere in the middle. I really enjoy like, a, like an androgynous look and sort of just playing with people's concepts of, what is male and what is female and so a lot of the show is like heightened maleness and heightened femaleness and then just like but but doing the opposite to what you would think that I would do like it's yeah it's good fun (laughs) oh look look definitely and I mean there's just so much of this being discussed um a friend in London actually Holly Howard and her um their page escape the binary um which is fantastic and I'm curious, though, I've got to ask, and I'm, I'm, I'm being a little self-indulgent here, but an LGBTIQ circus, that just sounds awesome. It was amazing. It was, um, on, it was yeah, it was called Puffball, and it was on at the Roundhouse in London last year for Circus Fest, mm. which is a, a circus festival that takes over the building for a month, the oh, month of wow. um, uh, April, May. Oh, yeah. May. <laughs> uh, and um, it, it's an amazing building, like, the Roundhouse truly saved me when I was living in London because I moved over there to find different ways of performing. Mm-hmm. Like I studied acting at Charles Sturt in Wagga. And then what I learned there was like how you be an actor is you get an agent and then you get auditions <laughs> and then you might get a part on Neighbours and then you might get oh. a few ads and then you might get some, you know, you, but you're going to have to volunteer to, for a lot of student films and everything. So like I did that. I moved to Sydney 
did so much volunteer work trying to make contacts and was just miserable because I was like trying to go for this girl next door, figurative girl next door mm. role that just wasn't me. I mm. hated having my like normal like blonde brown hair, like long. I hated that. I have a mohawk now. And I, I ha- can't see it under the necessary beanie <laughs> yeah. that's now on two degree Melbourne um, on solstice day. But yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was living in Sydney and just completely stagnating mm. and miserable because I was working about five different jobs that weren't, none of them were mm. creative just to make enough money to live. And then I was just like, ah, so I moved to London to try and find other ways of performing. And I found this circus, which was, it was amazing. It sounded like it just, you know, was the, the firelighter that got your artistic flame going again. Um, well, the Roundhouse in general, it was just a really nice, a really great supportive venue, supportive of emerging artists. Um, fantastic. And I, I don't know, I haven't actually found anything like it in Melbourne, like a, a, a theatre that is so supportive of new work and young artists. I'm not sure, I'm sure there's things out there, like the Malthouse has a great program, I think, yeah. and La Mama and... Chapel off Chapel and things like that. And well, the Butterfly Club has been so supportive yeah. of me because I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Their application to do a show there is so simple, and with, they've got a sense of humor. They're like, if you don't know, mm. just give us a ballpark figure, and we can figure it out from there. Like they're just so helpful with like publicity and letting me know what I need to do as a producer. Like my theater company, Crowtown which is myself and Isabel Marmion, who studied at Wagga with me. And we've gotten Stephen Jones on board in a directing capacity. So it's just the three of us. And we're all really like, don't really know. We're figuring it out as we go along. Yeah. But we're making a lot of mistakes just because we don't know. But So the Butterfly Club's been a major, major help. Yeah, oh, look, their, their history of supporting the arts, first in South Melbourne, now in the city, is just... Um, humongous, a, a big queer elephant stamp to them for what they do. And, you know, look, totally get you on the commercial thing of the arts. Um, you know, I'm, I must admit my mind connected to when I interviewed, well, two very close friends, Sarah Ward and Yana Alana, ha-ha, um, and um, that they were talking about um, how, you know, you have to do free shows for exposure, but if you're a plumber who's just digging their first drain, you don't get you don't have to do it for free and learn. Yeah. If you're an accountant, you you can get a clerical accounting job or whatever. But artists have to work for nothing to get exposure, which, of course, is bunkum. Listeners at home may fill in stronger words than bunkum. I can't use them on air. But um, so totally with you. And I just I must admit that as you were talking, you know, the fact that you are doing something that is truly you, it really, you know, I'm sitting a metre and a half from you in the studio and it, it really showed. So, um you know, is there? Can you give us a couple of teasers about what Gender Spanner might do? Yeah, I could from... sing you a song later if you want. Oh, <laughs> like, um, like so. The show is a bit of poetry and um, some ukulele songs, some u- original writing, ah. and a few dances and things that I've been working on for like variety shows. Because I got into drag and cabaret, and so I've been in a lot of yeah variety nights that have several people on, and so I was making all this work for just variety shows. And then I noticed that it was all themed around Mm. gender, like it was just what was on my mind. And so then I just put it all together into an hour. So it's kind of like a one-person variety show. So I can uh, give you a a little taster, if you like, yeah. All right. Well, are your vocal cords warmed up for a bit of a a few Sure, yeah. 
All right. Um, live to air, totally unrehearsed. Um, people of all genders um, listening in. Um, let's have a little excerpt from Gender Spanner on account of three. One, two, three. I'll sing you a song called Modern Grace Kelly. I go to bed with a modern Grace Kelly. Wake to find the stubble on her chin. All lusty eyes and plump lips, porcelain perfect delicate. She asks me to tell her that she's mine. And she's mine. She's mine. She's mine tonight. She's mine. She's mine. She's mine tonight. Love the way she smells like a man in the morning. Before she's done her face and put her perfume on. These little rituals past mother to daughter. I'm witness to a rebirth every day. Then she's gone. She's gone. She's gone today. Then she's gone. She's gone. She's gone today. She's dead, she's dead and gone. Somehow we carry on, cause the memory won't fade. The memory of the love we made. She's dead, she's dead and gone. Somehow we carry on, cause what else can we do? What else in the absence of you? I remember. I can't forget I remember I can't forget That the man that I knew He's dead, he's dead and gone to Reborn into a life of choice So happy that you found your voice I remember I can't forget I remember I can't forget In my best sound effect <laughs> Live in the 3CR studios an excerpt from Gender Spanner with um, with Jessica McCurley. Whoa! I'm look. I'm in, I'm impressed on every level. First of all, that you did that without warm up, without warning, without words in front of you. Oh, I warmed up in the car. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you um, so it was it's slightly one we baked earlier, but that is just phenomenal. And I mean, I've got to say, I had a few um, vibrations going up and down my spine and coming out my shoulders with the power of your voice. And the second oh, thing, thanks. but of course, the lyrics. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, I've got to say, I mean, um, you know, listening to, you know, talking to our first guest, Jesse Paradox, and now yourself, we've got people talking positively about gender diversity, um, which is mm. awesome. And well, doing, it is a positive thing. Of course it is. And, it's, of course, it's been 
put down. I'll just get on a small soapbox by a patriarchal society that wants to suppress other genders to keep their own dominance. And climbs off soapbox, <laughs> exit stage, exit stage left, definitely left. But um, um, you know, it is what we need to talk about, and it's just it's happening. And mm-hmm. so this is really, really exciting. Mm. that it's happening, and it's, of course it is happening right now because you're three days into your show as part of the Cabaret Festival. Yeah, actually more. I previewed on Tuesday, ah. and then the festival, the Cabaret Festival itself started on Thursday. Yeah. So I've had a week of um, like preview audiences and testing things out and everything, and it was lovely. Last night I got to perform in the Best of the Fest Whoa. with a bunch of other amazing artists, which was really, really fun. And I'm on tonight as well. Tonight uh, I've got a show. Yep. And then tomorrow I have off and then all of next week till Saturday the 27th. And shows are on at 9.30 except for that Saturday one, which is 10.30 if I uh, have it right. It's 9.30 tonight and then 9.30 Tuesday, Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday are 10.30. Okay then. So um, later on as we get later into the week and we're not quite on so school nightish nights. Yeah, we can go um, a bit later. <laughs> and you can um, hop on if you just um, as do as I did and hit... Um, Gender Spanner in your search engine. The first thing that came up was Gender Spanner Melbourne Cabaret Festival. There's a big book now um, um, button at the top of the page. <laughs> and so we highly recommend you book um, and go and see it. Um, I'll have to um, hit the calendar rearrange button and see if I can get there this week because um, um, I, I just love it. And um, have you... Have you got any plan? Have you been in a midsummer or something yet? Or? Uh, I haven't ever because I've only been living in Sydney since. Ah. Um, uh, sorry, in Melbourne since September. Because uh-huh. it's all quite fresh. I got back from London in September. Okay. Then. Um, and our plans are to apply for next midsummer and Adelaide and. Melbourne, we're, I'm doing Melbourne Fringe at Scratch Warehouse. Of course, Fringe coming up, who are also, you've got to give a big tick for supporting up-and-coming artists, yeah. definitely. Amazing. Actually, um, when I do it for Melbourne Fringe, it will be probably a slightly different show. I'm thinking of tagging it more like the gender spanner extravaganza and doing it, all these other things that I couldn't do. Um, I can't. I, the Butterfly Club, I can't really use food. Ah. So there's a lot of my work is actually messy. So oh. a couple of the acts, I've had to change them to take the food element out of it, oh. which is fine. It's it's still an amazing piece. It's just a bit different. So when I do it at Scratch Warehouse for Melbourne Fringe, I'm thinking of um, having like a dinner time slot and having like a lot of food in my acts, which is going to play on the whole housewife sort of preparation oh. kind of angle. Uh, so yeah, see it at the Butterfly Club now, and, and then see it again because it'll be slightly different. See it evolve, <laughs> and of course, if there's food and it's messy, I, I better we better not put you on the same bill, billing as Moira Finnecane, who pours milk all over herself and has done for twenty years. <laughs> the first time I did a cabaret show after coming out, I was on the same bill as her, and, and I nearly said, "What the heck?" or words to that effect. <laughs> um, so yes, and it gives you time to budget for plastic raincoats and things like that. But yeah. um, for the audience, I've done work where I've had to give everyone in the audience a poncho before it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> yeah and just the last thing i mean yes we're we're in the present moment with the cabaret festival thinking about fringe but i did go to a strategic planning sort of night on midsummer um during the week and i've got to say they're right on the money with um gender yeah well midwinter's coming up isn't it that's right that's happening too it's all happening so um yeah the more 
um, gender diverse type of stuff we can get into midsummer, um, the better. So, excellent. Um, there's um, some community networking going on live to air on the 3CR. <laughs> All right. Look, um, thank you for coming in, and it was short notice um, as we planned it starting Friday. <laughs> and thank you once again for live, unaccompanied a cappella, um, but glad that you warmed up. That's probably better. <laughs> and, look, all the best for the show. And um, I'll just say to Transgender Victoria members, stamp, um, we'll hopefully finalise a bit of an offer. Which oh, we'll yeah, get ticket our, deals all the way. Yeah. Yep. Um, we'll get onto Facebook in the next couple of days. But thanks for coming in at short notice. Thank and, you so much for having me. And have a, a huge chookers for um, the next week of shows and shows there, there, there beyond. Thank you very much. Cool. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. You're on Out of the Pan with Sally. And, well, here's the Hootie Gurus. <laughs> Want to support Tricia's diverse and independent voices? Donate to Tricia's annual Radiothon. We still need your support and it's not too late to donate. Donate now by calling 94198377 or donate online at tricia.org.au or post us a check or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Are you queer and trying to find your way psychologically and spiritually? Want to learn more about gender, sexuality and mental health? Then come along to the Australian Psychological Society's groundbreaking symposium, Gender, Sexuality, Psychology and Spirituality, Be As You Are, featuring amazing presentations, fun workshops and exhilarating live performances. June 27th to 28th in Melbourne. Final super cheap registrations and more information online at tpig.org.au. That's tpig.org.au. We hope to see you there. The Australian Psychological Society is a 3CR supporter. Indeed, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. And when we say we... I can certainly say that. I'll be there. I'll be speaking next Saturday afternoon. I'm very excited about that. And it's, gosh, it's really, really curious how so much synergy there is now in terms of trans and gender diverse. Talking to Jesse Paradox earlier and Jesse talking about trans and spirituality. Well, here we have exactly the same conference here. Um, and, um, um, you know, so um, it is... Um, 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 really, really great to see all this sort of stuff happening. I've got to say personally, as someone who's been out 20 years, and I often say that couldn't feel like you could walk anywhere in Melbourne without getting silly remarks out of car windows about gender to see the shift. Yes, there's a long way to go. But when I you know, have guests on this show like, well, Jesse and Jessica today, who are just um, really diving into gender in such diverse ways and talking about it, and then it's it's flowing through into all areas of conversation. Uh, just warms my heart. Um, so um, thank you both to Jesse and Jessica for coming in today and being guests, to use an old word, on the show. The other message, couple of messages. So yep, see you next week um, weekend at the Gender Identity Symposium in Queen Street. And then um, also 
Um, got to say, yes, Radiothon, thank you to everyone who's donated and, ple- and or pledged thus far for Out of the Pan. We've still got a bit of distance to travel. We've got a target of 1,200 and we're just over 900. So if you are able to nudge your friends and colleagues to donate something and just get us there. So on the 3CR notice board here, we'll get a gold star or an elephant, pink elephant stamp or something. Um, we'd re- I'd really appreciate that. And of course, um, as I go to air today on the 21st, you've got nine days to do it. If you do it, you'll get a tax deduction. So it's um, subverting the tax system to keep those um, keep sowing the seeds of dissent. That's a total win-win solution, says me with tongue in one cheek and coming out the other ear. All right, there's lots coming up as well as the Cabaret Festival. Better get through it quickly. Um, the Buy Discussion Group is on this Tuesday, the 4th Tuesday of the month, the Parkview in North Fitzroy. Bent TV on Friday night. Provocations on Friday night for the Kingsters. Um, the Trans and Gender Diverse Anxiety Group happens in Carlton at 11am next Saturday. Um, the um, Poly Social is on next Sunday, the 28th. And I'm pretty sure FTM Shed is happening next Sunday, but check... Um, their events on Facebook if you're in that group. Um, So lots going on. Gosh, it's a busy week. Um, All sorts of things happening. I'm also due to go go and talk to a counselling association next week, which is very, very exciting. I'd better get out of here and make way for freedom of species to hit the airwaves, talking all things animale. Um, I better not dedicate this song to anyone in particular. Um, We heard from the Hoodoo Gurus kinky before, but this one, well... Not sure if it's the same or not. Leslie Averill from the album, the live album of many years ago, and Trashy Woman, dedicated to no one in particular unless you want it to be dedicated. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.